I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is Psychacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is how to get any man you want, the master key. This one is for the ladies, and it's a long one, so be sure to watch until the very end. Over the last several months, many of you have requested that I make some episodes from the perspective of women who are finding it difficult to enter into the relationships they would like to have with the men that they want to have them with. And if you're one of them, then it's your lucky day. Not only am I going to make an episode on the subject, I'm going to make three episodes on the subject, this one being the first. However, some caveats before we begin. First, if you're a woman who is not looking to get her needs met in a relationship with a man, then these episodes aren't for you. You're not going to find much of interest here, and you might as well just click away now. Second, these episodes aren't about securing a relationship with just any guy. That's actually fairly easy. These episodes are about securing a relationship with the high-value men you really want to have relationships with. These strategies will work on alpha males and millionaires and professional athletes or anyone else you happen to be targeting. And third, these suggestions are not moral exhortations, okay? I'm not suggesting that women have a moral or ethical responsibility to act in certain ways in their relationships. What I am saying is that if women act in certain ways in their relationships, they will significantly increase their chances of securing a commitment from any given man. This isn't about what women should do in a moral sense. It's about what works in a practical sense. All good? Then let's get to it. Now, right off the bat, I have some good news and some bad news for you women. The good news is really good. The good news is, you can get any man you want. I'm not kidding. Any man. The only stipulation, as we'll see, is you, you need to have direct access to him, which means you need to be able to contact him and you need to be able to meet with him. That's it. But that means that these strategies aren't going to work on, say, a celebrity or a stranger. And these strategies will work to get any man you have access to even if you're not super hot. Yes, if you are physically gorgeous, it's going to make things a whole lot easier. However, you have no control over that. And the truth of the matter is that many of these women are nightmares to have relationships with. Being very attractive is a real advantage for women, but it's not the whole story. And of course, you should do all that you can to present yourself in as the most attractive version of yourself possible. Like, don't neglect this just because you can't be a supermodel. So that's the good news. You can get any man you want. Great. The bad news is that if you haven't yet been able to do this, it's your fault. You are the problem. I'm not kidding. Since most men will entertain sexual offers from most women, if you're having trouble converting a man into a relationship, it's your fault. The flip side of this is that it's the man's fault if he can't attract female interest. Like, wouldn't you agree? It's the man's responsibility to develop himself to the point where he becomes an attractive option to women, right? It's not your fault if you're not attracted to him. 
We're not going to blame women for not wanting to sleep with unattractive men. And women certainly aren't going around sleeping with men out of pity or sympathy or moral obligation, right? Attraction is his problem. But if you can't get a man to commit to you, that's your problem and it's your fault. It's your responsibility to do the things you need to do in order to get a guy to commit to you. And it works like this because women are the gatekeepers of sex, which is why men need to work at becoming viable sexual options for women. And because men are the gatekeepers of commitment, which is why women need to work at becoming viable commitment options for men. You don't get commitment just because you want it or simply as a function of time, which is why telling men that you're looking for a serious relationship right out of the gate is wild and wildly ineffective. You also can't like just stick around long enough. I'm sure that there are men in your life who have wanted to fuck you for years, but they're wanting it or they're wanting it long enough wasn't sufficient for you to give them what they wanted, was it? So simply putting in the time is not a reliable strategy. In fact, it carries a number of risks, most of which are disproportionately borne by you, the woman. So if it's your fault, then what's the main thing tripping you up? What is the biggest way in which women are their own worst enemies? In a word, pride. In most cases, pride is what is standing between you and the relationship you want with the man you want to have it with. And let me tell you, as someone who has suffered from pride himself, pride is cold company. It does not keep you warm at night. So what I want you to consider is that there is a time and a place to prioritize pride, and there is a time and a place to prioritize effectiveness or harmony. And it's going to be really hard for you to have a loving, harmonious relationship if you consistently prioritize your own pride over these other interpersonal goals. You may need to choose. Do I want to hold on to my pride or do I want to hold on to my relationship? You may not be able to have both. I I told you you can get any man you want, but you can't get any man you want in any way that you want to get him. There are ways that you have to behave in order to do that. And letting go of that pride might be one of them. Now, before I go any further, if you're liking what you're hearing, please consider sending this episode to someone who might benefit from its message because it's word of mouth referrals like this that really help to make the channel grow. You may also consider hitting the thanks button and tipping me in proportion to the value you feel you've derived from this episode. I don't do corporate sponsorships or product placements, though I get asked to do them all the time. So this helps me stay independent and it helps keep the light on. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, so if you can get any man that you have access to, then what exactly do you have to do? Well, you need to do three things, hence three episodes. The first two are things you have to do. The third thing is something that you have to not do. And the rest of this episode will be concerned with the first thing, which I call the master key as it's the single most important factor in unlocking the relationship you want. All women will benefit from this. However, it is absolutely essential for women who aren't very attractive. Like if your normalized sexual marketplace value is below an eight, 
which doesn't mean that you're more attractive than 80% of your intersexual competition because NSMV is curvilinear, not scalar. So fewer than 20% of all women are eights or above. If your NSMV is below an eight, then this thing is non-negotiable. You have to do it. To get a commitment from the guy you want, you either have to do this or you have to be extremely manipulative. So pick your poison. And if you don't do this one thing, then the man will fuck you but he won't commit to you. Are you ready? The master key, the one thing that you absolutely have to do as a woman in order to secure a commitment from a man is you have to be useful. Useful. That is the key. You have to be useful. I'll say it as many times as I need to. You have to be useful. And this is actually a reversal of the way that most women go about dating and relationships in which it's all about them. Relative to the man you want, you are not the prize. You are only the prize relative to the men who want you and you don't want those guys. And this means that you can't expect to be the adored in this dynamic. If you assume that this guy is going to go out of his way and come to you and pick you up and buy you dinner and work on your schedule and cater to your desires, you have another thing coming. It's not about you. A busy, successful man with lots of options doesn't have time for that nonsense. He's on a mission And his mission, which is generally associated with a self-transcendent overarching goal, is more important than what you want. But here's the catch. You can get what you want if you can help the man achieve his mission. That is, if you can be useful. Ask not what your man can do for you, but what you can do for your man. Okay, that is essential because if you can be useful to a man, you can slowly integrate yourself step by step into his life to the point where you are so involved in the everyday mechanics of his existence that it would be functionally impossible to get rid of you. A man will never get rid of a useful woman. He might not commit to you. That takes still other things. We'll talk about that in future episodes. But he will never get rid of you. In the absence of a marriage contract, which you don't have yet, usefulness is your safety net. Why? Because if your usefulness would significantly disrupt his life if you were to leave, you now have job security. If the only thing you take with you when you leave a relationship is your Netflix password, You fucked up. You were not providing valuable instrumental support, which made it easy to replace you and or let you go. And how do you help a man? You help a man by making his life easier. I'm sorry. You help a man by making his life better and his work easier. Most women do neither of these things. Y'all can be a real headache to deal with. You're like a second job that we have to pay to work. And relationships like this not only generally don't last, but are characterized by conflict and strife until they fall apart as well. However, if you can approach relationships with a different mentality, with the understanding that you are 
earning the privilege of a relationship with the man you desire by providing value, you're going to have a much easier time of things. It's just like in business. Just asking for a job or a professional commitment doesn't work. You earn your opportunities with your competence and your effort and your savviness. The same is true here. Now, how you can actually be helpful depends on the man in question. I'm not talking about token gestures of affection, buying flowers or baking cookies or sending texts. Those things are nice, but they're generally what women like, and none of them are really going to make a man's life much easier. You can learn how to help a man by becoming curious about his life. Do your research. Ask questions. Listen to him. This isn't some schmuck who's sitting on the couch getting high and playing video games. There is a reason why you're attracted to him, and that reason probably has to do with the fact that he has a lot going on. The number one thing I hear from women that they want, that, they're, that they want in a man, is ambition. They have a lot of things going on, ambitious men. Between his career and his mission and his lifestyle, his hands are full. It takes time and effort and energy to execute those things. You're not just here to benefit from all of his hard work. That's narcissistic and entitled. Remember, the only women who get this treatment are trophy wives. And to be a trophy wife, you need to A, be enviably beautiful, and B, stay on the shelf where you belong. Most of you are not A, and most of you don't want B. So you need to cultivate other expectations with respect to how you approach men. Get curious about the guy's life. Figure out what he's about and how he's about doing it. What would help him along his way? What would make his life easier? What could you possibly take off his plate? Then start offering assistance based on the information you've gleaned from your research. Why? Because if you help a man achieve his goals, you're going to be standing next to him when he gets there. That is what smart women understand. The ticket to being next to a successful guy is getting involved in his success not just enjoying the benefits of his success. Provide instrumental support. This could look like making meals, doing housework, managing logistics, researching options, running errands, managing aspects of the business, taking care of things proactively before they become problems, etc., etc., etc. It's like a woman who is doing that for me? How could I get rid of that woman? She would be invaluable to me. And it would be relatively easy to slide into that role because there's not a lot of competition. There are tons of women who are competing for my attention and my time and my money, etc. But there's not a lot of women competing to help me. Most men get zero help. This is your opportunity. It's a way to bypass 99% of your competition in the sexual marketplace. I'm not kidding, ladies. This is how you get in. What you have to understand is that service is a gift for you. It's a gift because it's the pathway into that man's life. And it's a gift to you because, in general, the value you provide is still less than the value you receive. Helping the guy out 
grants you access to increasingly more intimate aspects of his life. And it can be very valuable to be in some people's inner circles. You have to earn your place in men's lives, much like men have to earn their sexual opportunities. I mean, you're not just giving out sex to anybody who wants it, right? The guy has got to do things for you and do things to you. The same is true for you. You can't just sit there and expect the guy to hand over the keys to the kingdom. And in this market, sex is much, much cheaper than commitment. You gain access to that commitment by being useful and providing value. And that usefulness is determined by the specific man's needs and the specific man's mission. And what's going to stop you from doing that? Pride. That indignant voice that lies to you and tells you, I shouldn't have to do that, or that's beneath me, or this isn't the 1950s, or what about me? That voice is what is standing in your way. Listen to me. Your best bet at getting your needs met from a high-value man is serving his. After all, that man is not going to enter into your frame. You're not going to take care of him. You're going to enter into his, and he's going to take care of you. And your ticket into that frame is by offering to make its operation smoother and easier. That responsibility is a privilege because it's an invitation into that man's inner sanctum. And the more you become implicated in the actual mechanics of his life, the harder it will be to ever remove you from that situation. Again, women don't have to do these things, but trust me, these things work. Hopefully that makes sense. What do you think? Let me know in the comments below. And if you've gotten this far, you might as well like this episode and subscribe to this channel. You may also consider becoming a channel member with perks like the priority review of comments or booking a paid consultation. As always, thank you for listening.